Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate Team Mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Feathers in My Hair. Um, I'm coming at you with another throwback episode because I hate the new season of Teen Mom OG. I will cover next week, I guess, because fucking Mackenzie McKee will be back. But (laughs) in general, this season, as I've said a million times, has been really bad. So I invited my dear Canadian friend, Fiona Douglas. Hi, Fiona. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> I invited Fiona to come on and talk to me about Amber's 16 and Pregnant episode, which has been a heavily requested episode. You guys know I don't do 16 and Pregnant that much. I especially haven't done a lot of like the cast 16 and Pregnant. I really haven't done that many 16 and Pregnant in general, but I think I've only done Caitlin and Farah's, uh, maybe Janelle's. I think uh, you as, did Janelle's. Yeah, I definitely did with Troy. But so I've only done three 16 pregnants of like the current casts. So, oh, and Brianna's. Um, so I've done, be good to do. Okay, I've done a couple, but not yeah. all of them basically is what I'm trying to say. And I didn't want to watch this week's episode. And I also wanted to record early this week because I'm going out of town. And so I asked Fiona and I was like, oh, let's do Amber 16 and Pregnant. And I'm excited because I have a lot to talk about from that episode. It was actually, (laughs) I haven't watched that, I think, like, since it was on TV. Like, I probably caught, like, an all-day, you know, like, how MTV will, I'm sure they still do, but you guys know I don't watch TV anymore. But, like, they'll just, like, marathon shit all day. Yes. And so I'm sure I, like, watched repeats of her 16 and Pregnant. But, like, I really... I'm not, I haven't since starting my podcast or even a little bit before that, I haven't like actively sought out Amber's 16 and pregnant episode. I think I have, but only to find the scene with the engagement ring, which obviously we'll get to, but I needed to see it up close again. (laughs) But other than that, no, it's been forever. Fair enough. But first let's talk about the news of the week. So the first thing is, let's talk about, okay. (laughs) So the, okay. Okay. I don't even really understand this. The Ashley came out with this article that said, I guess let's back it up a little bit. Leah and Kale were in Hawaii for two full weeks, which like, look, I don't tend to be jealous jealous of these girls, but to be able to afford two fucking weeks in Hawaii, like eats away my soul. Oh, imagine right now too. Like this is season. Like, (laughs) Like there are a few, I'm actually by nature not, a jealous person really it's just like not one of my character traits but a few things make me really fucking jealous one is children riding in first class and i have to pass them to walk back to steerage <laughs> steerage that's people, not what they call it anymore this people, isn't the titanic yes it is uh <laughs> people taking really beautiful expensive long vacations like that really sets me off so i was high key jealous and the whole time, I think I may have talked about it on the podcast. I can't remember. Um, Kale, like they were there with the kids, Leah and Kale. And Kale kept leaving these weird comments like, 
I'm not being filmed at all. My kids aren't being filmed at all. Only Leah's kids are being filmed. And like a lot of the speculation was Chris had apparently gone with them. So they're like, okay, well maybe because oh. Chris is there. But they always blur him out. So exactly. So I was like, I don't know. Because you, like, I think they could also easily like shoot around him. You know, like. Yeah. If I, they can shoot around the kids, they could also shoot around Chris. Like, exactly. Like, exactly. And then Kale left a weird comment about how it wasn't her custody day. So MTV couldn't film. And I was like. What? None of this makes any sense. MTV is so, not bound to any sort of custody agreement. Exactly. And I was like, well, and she's like there with the kid. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just didn't, like none of her comments made any sense to me. <laughs> so then, but that's like not unusual. So fast forward like a week or two and Kale um, says on her podcast, like just casually mentions that she's going to jail. Now I don't yeah. listen, I don't listen to Kale's podcast unless like, there's a specific reason for me to listen to it. Like to have somebody really good on or like, I don't know. I listened when she like talked about being anti-vax. I, I've like dipped into a couple of episodes, but really probably, I probably haven't listened to more than like five episodes because I just really hate Lindy, Lindsay Chrisley. I was just going to say, I cannot stand her I voice really, and that's why I don't listen. Well, that's not the only reason, but. Yeah. I mean, I'm also, I'm not that interested in what Kale has to say, but as I've said, like quite a few times in this this podcast I actually think Kale is pretty natural at podcasting I think she's a gift to the gab I think she's good at talking and I think in other formats she could be interesting I'm just not interested in this podcast that she has I I mean from the moment they announced the name of it I was like nope I'm out yeah like coffee convos like that don't care hard pass yeah that's not the type of podcast that I'm interested in so she says on her podcast that she's going to jail. And I got a couple like DMs about this. And I was like, I think she's just kidding. Like somebody, a couple people posted on Reddit about it. No, she like, said it multiple times. <laughs> but I was like, I think it's just like a joke. Like, I think she's joking and just like went about my merry way. Mm-hmm. And then this week the Ashley posts this article saying that basically Kale ref- like took Isaac to Hawaii during joe having a visit like against custody Mm -hmm. um and mtv didn't want anything to do with it in case there was some sort of lawsuit they didn't want to have the kids on film at all i'm not sure if i believe that that makes no sense so i yeah i how many times have we watched other people on the show commit crimes on camera it does not make a lot of sense to me i don't I don't get it, but... Like, if they can film Ryan driving and nodding out on heroin, like, why could they not film this? <laughs> it makes sense. no sense, but apparently what happened was July 4th, for some fucking reason, is, like, a split vacation, ho- like, a split holiday, and Joe was to get Isaac from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the 4th of July, which is so b- truly bizarre first of all like i can understand for christmas to get a kid from 10 to 5 because then they can spend like the night with kale you know like i get yeah. i get for like maybe not thanksgiving but like christmas easter like for the big holidays to like do split days but for fourth of july to be a split day holiday is very bizarre to me especially 10 to 5 i don't know at least for me because and i Kale and Joe, this has to be the case for them too. They're like East Coast people. Like for Fourth of July, we go away. You know, like I was at the shore for Fourth of July. Like it's not, it's a popular holiday to be away. 
Right. Um, so it's not like you can split time if you're going on separate vacations. Exactly. Like it's a very popular week to be on vacation. Like it's completely normal for a lot of people, especially like Kale and Joe live like an hour and a half away from the Delaware beaches. Like it, it would be very normal for Kale or Joe taking Hawaii out of the picture yeah. to get a beach house for that week or that weekend. You know what I mean? It's just a weird holiday to like split. And also, like, of all of the people on this show, they're probably the ones that could go on vacation together. Yeah, like, yeah. With V well, okay. and, and, like... That reminds me. So, during this whole thing, when Kale's, oh, yeah. like, talking about, like, leaving co- those weird cryptic comments about custody, V was also commenting on her post, like, you're so hot, come home and hang out with me, I miss you so much, like, come home, like, tons of, po- like, positive comments on her post, like, Kale posted this one in a bikini, and V was like, fuck everybody else, come home and eat mozzarella sticks with me. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, obviously there are no custody issues, because why would V be, like, commenting, like, I love you on Kale's post if there were custody issues? That's why, like, I immediately wrote that off. Right. Um, but apparently, according to the Ashley, Kale had texted Joe, Isaac, like, wasn't supposed to come on this vacation, and then last minute, Kale, I think, understandably, like, wanted Isaac to come. I think it'd be yeah. for him not to come so that he can be with Joe from 10 to 5 on 4th of July. Like, to me, he's I'm so sorry. He's so upset, that's and he'd be so jealous of the other boys. Especially for such a long trip, such an exciting trip, yeah. such a... Like it'd, be one, like, it'd be one thing if they were going to the beach, you know what I mean, in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Like, for such a pretty incredible trip, they had just gone to Mexico. Like, it wouldn't have been the end of the world if he couldn't go, but, like, I also can't imagine him not going on this trip. So, Kale apparently texted Joe, like, asking for permission. He never answered, which I think they, the two of them do this to each other a lot. Mm-hmm. When they're, like, they just, like, will ignore the other one. Um, so, Kale, I guess, buys the tickets, goes anyway. Joe is really mad and threatens to, like, file contempt of court. Yes. Personally, I think that... But then apparently, like, nothing has happened. I don't know. It was such oh, a weird yeah, non-story. Like, I know. I mean, for them to f- to find her in contempt of court, this it can't be the first offense. Like, that's not what they jump to. Um, I think I could, because she's really? violating the custody schedule. But usually, wouldn't they try to, like, mediate it first instead of jumping straight to that? Yeah, I'm not sure. I just, first of all, I just can't see Joe doing that. I know. Also, like... I don't know. I guess it's tr- personally, I like, I think that that would be a like really petty and shitty move of Joe to be like, no, I want that day and not be like, yeah, you can take him. But then when he gets back, he gets an extra day with me. Exactly. Um, because ultimately he's depriving Isaac of like a really cool trip and like, yeah, to get back. In jail. For what? To eat some popsicles and watch the fireworks? No, like- not even because they only get until 5 p.m. <laughs> True. <laughs> it doesn't get dark till like nine thirty. No, fireworks don't start till nine o'clock. <laughs> That's why. Also, it's just such a fucking crazy uh, schedule. But it's so stupid. Like, do they really care about America that much? I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> oh, so the reason that Ashley posted this article is because, according to her, Joe is so mad at Kale, so fed up with Kale that he is refusing to film the show, and he's not going to be on this season at all. And they have no footage of him at all this season. I don't believe that. I don't know if she said V is also not on the show, but I don't, this doesn't make sense to me. If V or if Joe is that mad at Kale, like 
in my opinion, if that story is true, like if we take this story at face value and V is leaving, like, come home and hang out with me, comments on Kale's Instagram, like, that doesn't speak well for their marriage. Oh, no. And didn't they have something else in the past where they, like, had a huge disagreement over how they were handling it? Child, it was the child support. Oh, that's right. He on camera called him out and was like, that's a bum-ass move, and was one that, like, forced Joe to drop it. Yeah, I remember that now. So I just find it- my Diet Coke. I think it would be, I don't know. I don't think it would like speak, speak well to where their marriage is if V is kind of like going against Joe like that so publicly. And so like, not saying that like, just because Joe's mad at Kale, she can't be like close with Kale. I don't know. I just think like, that's your husband. Yeah. You have to be on your husband's side. Yeah. I think that I would expect that of my spouse. Yeah. Like, even if it's like, okay, I get that you're not mad at her, but, like, I just need you to chill with, like, being her best friend right now. Like, I don't expect you to fight with her, but, like, just chill. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Oh, and apparently, according to Ashley, Javi has also quit the show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that I even, I believe even less. Because he doesn't want his new gym associated with Teen Mom, which to me is crazy because gyms are, like, restaurants. They fail really easily. Yeah, especially when called Kill Shot. (laughs) God. I think any publicity would be good and like you would want your show you would want your gym associated with Teen Mom because mm-hmm. bring people to your gym because they're like oh let me check this out. And also like sorry but like it's going to be associated with it. Yeah you're Javi from Teen Mom. Yeah. So yeah I don't know that article was like wild it didn't make a lot of sense to me but also Kale's like tweets and shit it didn't make any sense to me so at least like, these kind of did explain, like, what she was tweeting about and what she was talking about, but I'm not sure if I believe it. I don't believe that either of them has quit the show. What other money would they have? Like, I don't think his gym is doing that well. He's I think Joe would be, Joe would be insane to quit this show. Yeah. He films so little, makes so much, so money. much money. Yeah. He's rarely, if ever, shown in a bad light he gets a lot of control over what he presents to MTV because he's filmed so little. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just yeah. think it'd be crazy to get, like, to be like, I'm not filming. Like, when you make $25,000 for dropping Isaac off and saying, hi, Lux, hi. And then yeah, you you're a hero. Go. Like, the bar is so low for dudes on this show that if he came in and said hello to Lux and, like, smiled at him people would be like oh my god what a great co-parenting relationship yeah so it just seems like i don't know that just seems crazy to me and like he doesn't have his rap career to fall back on anymore come on i mean he does like that real estate stuff apparently he flips houses but let me tell you flipping houses is not a career hgtv has people fucked in the head that they think flipping houses is a fucking career flipping houses is something that if you already are in real estate or construction or you have a lot of money um, and you have full-time jobs, you get into flipping houses as like a side gig. Like flipping houses is very, very few people's full-time business. I actually had um, a client at my law firm talking about this recently that she was just getting into flipping houses and her husband was a doctor, mind you. And like, she was like, well, maybe like in 15 years, he won't have to be a doctor and we can flip houses too. Or like, he can like full-time flip houses with me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she was very much like, this is not 
our main income. <laughs> like, it's like a pipe dream even for people who are well off. Yeah, because it's hard and the yeah. uh, the market is volatile and there's not, you don't make like a ton, you know, you'll make like the house sells for like $50,000 more, except you had to spend $25,000. So you make $25,000 in profit, which after you yeah. pay taxes, isn't that much money. You know what no, I mean? It's like a very low profit margin. I think they is, think it, that it's glamorous. Like because of HGTV. Amber and Matt were allegedly doing oh that. Oh my God, I forgot about their house flipping. But yeah, it's a side gig. They're going to like flip things and make a sober living home. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Flipping houses is a side gig. It's something that you like, you build up to. It's not a full-time career. But mm. now I want to talk about the other thing that happened this week, which happened today, <laughs> Thursday. I like have not stopped laughing about it all day. I'm so happy I'm coming on the podcast this week. <laughs> if you're not following me on Instagram at feathers underscore pod, then you are missing out because today, Cole... I maybe last night. I saw it this morning. I saw it today too. Unveiled a new tattoo he got, which is <sighs> horrific. Forest scenery. It's on his arm, on his forearm. And it's a forest scenery with portraits by his wrist, little tiny portraits. They're probably what, like four inches high? Yeah. If portraits. Not, like two. Yeah. Chelsea is the probably in it. Like, yeah, like two to four inches somewhere in there, so small, of Cole, Chelsea, and Aubrey, and it's when Cole was proposing to Chelsea, and they look deranged. It's honestly the worst thing I've ever laid eyes on. Like, this to me is second only to Leah's, or Amber's Leah tattoo. <laughs> uh, like, Chelsea's matted, nasty-ass hair is immortalized forever in ink. It's, it's uh, like I'm pulling it up right now to look I'm at it. Again. At First it of all, Aubrey legitimately looks like Chelsea Grace in this, and you have to go look at the picture to understand what I mean. But she looks like a ghost. <laughs> her face looks detached from her body. Yeah, her face is like blurred, but she does look like Chelsea Grace. Okay, now I see it. See, before I could only see like the little girl from The Exorcist, but but do you see what I mean by Chelsea Grace? I do. Cole looks great. Cole looks like himself. I mean, and Chelsea, like, <laughs> looks like her, I guess, except it's tiny. This is going to heal so weird. Oh, it's going to blow out and, like, be all blurry and stuff, yeah. It's also, like, it looks so weird against the tree backdrops. And does does it have, like, is that just his arm hair? No. What are the little wispy lines? Is it supposed to be leaves? I think it's grass. Like, above their heads, though? Above their heads? Yeah. No, above their heads is branches. Oh, okay. Maybe it's just like, one of his arm hair in there. It's branches and then grass below it. It's it's truly deranged. Oh, yeah. So should we talk about like the theories around why he got it? Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to read Tomlin. Dear Tomlin had a good thought on it, which is, you know, she's always like, Cole's not right. And I feel the same way. Yeah and um something wrong there so somebody co commented like you know i went to his instagram and it's all praise and calling him perfect this is by pauline davis by the way it says i just went to his instagram post and all the comments are praising him and calling him perfect and that's like on every post where he acts like such an overly sweet guy do you think he pulls these stunts for 
adoration from strangers, it's weird. And Tomlin, I thought, had a really good response. I think that's a good point. Yes, it Tomlin is. had a really good response where she said, maybe not for the adoration from strangers, but it's probably the most positive attention he's ever gotten. He's cute, but not like a god, and, it's hell- and he's hella awkward. So he leans into it. He used to be so anti-being in the spotlight, but I think he learned he likes it, learned to like it when he realized he's the hero of the show. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. Like, we've never seen him painted in any bad light. Like, we were talking about Joe, but he's, like, Joe is, like, the devil compared to how they portray him. Yeah, I think that, like, I just think that he is really obsessed with, like, the positive attention that comes from it. Like, I think that he probably, and I would bet that when he started on this show, he wasn't expecting that, like, not expecting to get it, but also not expecting to like it. Yeah. And I would bet that he doesn't even really realize how much he's feeding off of it now. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do. Well, that's how it usually works. Like, they're so against it at first, and then they start to see how it can make them feel and how being, like, America's favorite family makes them feel. Like, they're, they're a brand yeah. now. And especially when there was such a big deal made over, like, his last name as a plot point throughout, like, two seasons. Mm-hmm. It's just really odd, and I just wish we knew a bit more about what happens behind closed doors in their house. Yeah, I also want to read this one Reddit comment that I thought was really good, and it says, I think something happened at home that made Cole need to run out and obtain physical proof of how much he does in fact love Chelsea and how beautiful and perfect she is. He can't fix her self-esteem issues and anxiety with tattoos and social media posts. They need to get her ass into therapy. This is ridiculous. They do. I would also believe that not necessarily that they had like a huge, huge, huge fight or anything like that. But I do think that, and I've said this a million times that Chelsea's self-esteem is still completely in the gutter and that she derives all of her self-esteem from Cole and attention from Cole. And so thank God that her next boyfriend after Adam was somebody that was a good guy. (laughs) And I wouldn't be surprised if Cole without even really meaning to do it like realizing he's doing it without yeah, Chelsea like realizing reinforcement thing yeah like he is desperately trying to fix all of Chelsea's like he can obviously probably see like how little self-confidence Chelsea has and how she feels about herself and how little self-worth worth she has mm-hmm. and so he's probably constantly like you're amazing you're amazing you're amazing you're amazing you're amazing and posting this stuff on social media and getting these tattoos in this way, like, if he does this, she's gonna, like, finally believe it. Or, like, he's, like, trying to fix her. The yeah. Way he knows how to. Like, he's, she's freaking out, like, she's having, an, a, like, a panic attack or whatever, and then he's, like, okay, well, I have had this idea for a while, let me go. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised, I mean, this is total fan fiction that I'm writing right now. I mean. I surprised <laughs> if Chelsea had some big anxiety freak out. Yeah. And- at the end of it was crying, but you're going to leave me because I'm crazy. You're going to leave me because I'm crazy. You can't deal with me. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. Doing that thing that she uh-huh. does. I'm uh-huh. not good enough for you. I'm not good enough for you. I was feeling a lot of her meltdowns and like that um, because we've seen her do that on TV. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if then his response is to be like, oh my God, let me get this tattoo for her because then she'll really believe how much I love her. But the reality is, is that it's a completely irrational fear that Chelsea has 
that's all derived from anxiety and a lack of self-worth. So no matter what Cole does, she's never going to think or believe that until she like gets help. Yeah, exactly. And that's probably part of it too. She's like, if I go to therapy, you'll think I'm crazy. Yeah. Everyone will think I'm crazy. Look how they treat Kate. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and for the sure. The other interesting thing too is like Cole clearly didn't want to be part of filming at first. And Chelsea seems to have little to no interest in actually doing her job, except for sitting around in the one room we're allowed to see. <laughs> so it's weird how it's sort of transformed to like Cole wanting attention on yeah exactly I don't think I would have predicted that based on how he was portrayed at first but the more he was painted as like you said the hero of the show it's like all he has to do is just like Joe just like Joe all he has to do is like show up and smile and pat Aubrey on the head and take her to a father-daughter dance and he's Captain America like think of how fucking addicting it is to like have to get, I mean, how many comments are on this post? Probably just 121,000. Oh, 121,000. <laughs> like, or that's no, like, like, sorry, like, not with comments. Almost 1,500 comments, all being like, you're incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine like how just so sorry, my dog is barking. If you guys can hear her, that's okay. My cat has been like making noise this whole time. <laughs> I just can't, like, imagine how addicting that is, like, how everybody, like, here's one comment. Can we clone you and distribute the other yous, this person must be from Philly, the other yous to women deserving of such an awesome husband and father? Um, I swear there are no guys like this when we leave where I live. This is fucking amazing. God, I love them so much. They need their own show. Oh, my fucking God. Where do I find myself a coal? Yeah. I really love this. You're a genuine soul on earth. There's the way you opened your arms to Chelsea and Aubrey is truly wonderful. Now you have three girls to protect and a boy to mentor. Ugh, bomb. Your family is awesome. And I wish you all the healthy and happy. Like it's just post after post about like, you are the most incredible person I've ever heard of in my entire life. Like, how do you not get addicted to that? And the other angle too, is that like, he's been part of the narrative of Chelsea quote unquote, like recovering from Adam. So he's the foil to Adam. So people are like, Chelsea deserves to be treated like this. You're the person that she deserves to be with. Like imagine if Cole ever wanted to leave, like he's so stuck in this because of the way that they've portrayed the story on TV. Absolutely. It's really decided not to be stuck. He would be a villain. Yeah. Oh yeah. I really think they're not happy together, but there's no, so I, I think they're, I think they're happy, but I do think that they have a lot of Chelsea having meltdowns. I would probably mm-hmm. imagine they look like meltdowns mm-hmm. of her insisting over and over and over again that she doesn't deserve Cole and he's just going to leave her and he like reassuring her and reassuring her. And that is why he does all the social media stuff, like the constant, like my beautiful wife, I'm so obsessed with you getting the tattoos, like I think a lot of it is this, like, he thinks that that's going to, like, Chelsea's going to actually believe what he says if he says it enough. Yeah. I just came to a comment on the picture, (laughs) and it's, who is the lady in the middle? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Somebody on Reddit, like, genuinely was like, is that an MTV producer? (laughs) (laughs) 
god, I just Somebody was like, no, it's Aubrey. And she was like, oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> this is a producer. Can you imagine? That would be so, so funny. Oh, I'm man. telling you, it looks just like Chelsea Grace. It's just... It's just fucking curthy in the background. So weird. Like, why not just, like, get the date that you propose? Sure. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> initials or, like... Just the date. Just the like, date with, like, a, a picture of a tree or something. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, this is next level. Like, and he has a lot of tattoos already. So, like, I'm surprised he would get something so detailed. And any artist worth their salt would caution you against something like this. Yeah, because this, his arm's just gonna, his skin's gonna melt over it. Basically. Oh. It'll just be blobs, eventually. I really just can't wait to see. I really wonder what their marriage is gonna be like. After you know, the show two ends. more kids. <laughs> After the show, when things are hard, they don't have the teen mom money. Like, I'm really curious to see. I don't know. Maybe they will stay together forever. But I'm curious to see, like, what their relationship looks like when they have, like, hard times. Because I don't think they've been through any hard times together yet. No. Like, the hardest thing that's happened has been dealing with, like, Adam. But she barely involves Cole in that. Yeah, and, like, I don't... I don't think it's that strenuous or stressful in their marriage. You know what his Instagram bio is? It's literally my beautiful wife at Chelsea Huska. Like his description of himself is. That's it. That's all it says. Well, then it has like his contact thing and their stupid itsy ritzy shit. (laughs) That's like the description part that he wrote that PR people didn't write. (laughs) My beautiful wife. Oh my god. That's just such a weird, like, that's his identity. He is the perfect husband, the hero of Teen Mom. A hundred percent. And like I said, I can't imagine, imagine every time you fucking open your phone, you have thousands of comments about how perfect you are. And how, like, you're saving the kids and Chelsea and, like, man. That shit, how, how could it not go to your head? I think in, like, 50 years, there will be, like, specific drugs for this yeah illness <laughs> like for sure I think this is up. like and even such like he doesn't get any hate no like even the most popular you know like social media people get a lot of hate too yeah absolutely like, there's because if you're that famous there have to be people that dislike you exactly and he gets all positive attention all the time like, the literal only conflict we've ever seen has been that one scene where they were, like, semi-arguing getting the kids into the car. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, so crazy. Okay, so let's talk about Amber 16 and pregnant. Right after a quick break. All right. So, overall, first of all, in case anybody didn't know, this was actually the first episode of 16 and Pregnant that was filmed. Amber is kind of the reason for 16 and Pregnant. Basically, I think they had been kicking this idea about the sh- like a pregnancy show, a teen pregnancy show. They went to film Sean for um, Engaged and Underaged, if you remember that show. Mm-hmm. And I guess that didn't end up happening. His episode, or maybe it did, it's just not online anymore. I would love that footage. They met Amber and Gary, and from there, they just kind of started filming, and from that, 16 Pregnant was born. And you can tell 
that this episode was shot first because it's edited differently. Yeah, it looks very different. Did you notice that? Yeah, and I think it's the fourth, it's the third or fourth episode that they aired. Because yeah, I think it's a third. Were before. Yeah, okay, so also I want to talk about that. So I think that uh, Amber not being first was a very conscious decision by MTV. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the order that they aired these in, the first three. So first is Macy. I think that was a brilliant decision for them to air Macy first. She's super nice, girl next door, has a, like a hot boyfriend, a nice family. They're from the South, so it's a little stereotypical. You know what I mean? Like yeah. two months, like you think of the South. Yeah. Sorry, like don't mean to offend anyone, but like stereotypically. Um, she's like a cool girl, not like the other girls, but she's popular. She's pr- like, Macy's she's edgy. Yeah, she has but- spacers in her ears. <laughs> yeah. Macy's kind of like the perfect introduction into succeeding and pregnant looking back. Yeah. She, she presented a show that was obviously a little controversial because it was about teen pregnancy, but in a very non-offensive package. Mm-hmm. Like a very non-offensive package. Yeah, like she's from a normal, like middle class family, like Ex- upper middle class family. Exactly. She's like the perfect middle class girl. And I think as we've discussed on this show, that MTV has always been, especially with like Teen Mom, um, always been pretty strategic about who they show and how the demographics of the show don't necessarily match like the demographics of teen parenthood, um, and how most yeah. of these girls are white. You know, like, most of these girls aren't poor. Well, I guess that's probably more of them are poor than they are minorities. But they, it's a very overwhelmingly white show. Yeah, Um, which is just so, like, not accurate. Like, I'm trying to think if there's, like, there's, like, very few 16 pregnancies that take place in cities. That's true. Like, it's just, MTV wasn't looking at, like, presenting a show that, like lined up with the statistical reality of teen pregnancy and that's why they picked Macy as the first episode because I think that she is the most like easy to to digest and I think they knew they had and it was like I remember coming out like 16 pregnant was a controversial show oh yeah absolutely it was I remember too that's why Dr. Drew does the reunions because they were trying they got Dr. Drew in there to like basically give authority to say, mm. you know what I mean? And to like make it like, no, no, we have a doctor talking to the girl. <laughs> like, like, it's fine. Yeah. I, that's the reason that someone like Dr. Drew hosted it and not like just, you know, a talking head person. Right. That was like, like a Ryan Seacrest or something. Yeah. Or like whoever did the MTV stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that Macy was just so middle of the road, white bread, like non offensive. Ryan was kind of a dick, but like, just in that like normal teen guy way, like yeah. watching and be like, oh, she's so like a, the average 16 to 20 year old girl sitting at home, which is obviously like their desired demographic would be sitting at home like, oh, she's cool. She's pretty. Ryan's hot. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think that Macy made a lot of sense as the first girl. So I just had a thought. I wonder uh, how different it would have been if Derek had not passed away if they would have treated Farrah's edit a lot differently and maybe she was I don't think so because I think Derek was never ever going to be part of the show okay but I I thought they had filmed stuff with him I don't think so okay I mean I I thought that maybe I don't think that I've ever heard that 
Because obviously, like, he wasn't, it wasn't revealed he had died until Teen Mom. Yeah, but I, like, apparently MTV didn't even know he died. Oh, really? Because Farrah, like, Farrah didn't even tell them she was going to the funeral. She, like, snuck around. did not know. At least, like, in the moment. Uh Uh-huh. I believe, I mean, apparently she, like, snuck away from filming and her family to go to the funeral. So, I don't know. It's possible they filmed stuff with Derek, but I don't think they did. It's just so weird that they would let her just be like, the dad's not in the picture, and they wouldn't try and get any more information on camera. Well, there was also, remember, an ongoing legal issue. Oh, yes. With with Michael Michael. and Derek. And I wonder if they were, like, for legal reasons, like, we can't have him on, like, Farrah, or Deborah and Michael were like, we can't have him on the show. Maybe. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I would love to talk to Larry specifically, like have an open and honest conversation with Larry and Michael J. Friedman about Farrah's 16 and pregnant early t- and Teen Mom season one stuff. Yeah, that's in regards that would to be Derek. Awesome. <laughs> um, so Farrah in episode two, in my opinion, also makes sense as an episode two because she kind of is similar to Macy, except she's like a little prettier a little more popular, a little richer. Dad's mm-hmm. not in the picture. So, okay, now we're getting a little more dramatic flair. Her sure. parents are yeah. a little crazy, but like Farrah doesn't seem that cra- Like she's bratty, but she's still digestible. It's like a slight escalation without being too alienating to the exactly. audience. Exactly. I think that's yeah. exactly a perfect way to describe it. It's ramping up the drama a little. I mean, her and Deb get into that huge fight at the end. Is it um, in the 16 and Pregnant episode when she hits yeah. her in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Which, okay. by the way, like, in the Phantom has been turned into Deb slaps her in the face, which she doesn't. She hits her. No, she doesn't. Yeah. It's great. Like, I'm not defending Deb there, but it's one of those weird, like, Mandela effect things. Mm, yeah. Is um, that the one where she calls her the Antichrist? Yeah. Because she has an Antichrist attitude? Yeah. <laughs> so, Farrah's episode is definitely a little more, like, oh, this is a show about drama. Like, this is a drama, dramatic episode. But still, I don't know. Like, she's upper middle class. Her mom's driving a Mercedes and wearing a fur coat. Like, yeah, money is barely discussed. Like, Fair is being bought a car. Like, I don't know. It's not, it's still not, like, all in <laughs> on the trash. Wow. And then comes Amber. <laughs> And I think they did this on purpose because I think they knew if they started with Amber, they would get too much like, what, excuse me. Like, by the way, guys, my allergies are so fucking bad. My body's like falling apart right now. So please (laughs) excuse anything that's going on. Um, I think that Amber, like, I think it would have (laughs) been too controversial to start with her because I think it would have been like, you are exploiting, like, complete trash. Yeah. Which, like, wasn't a thing yet. Like, not not nearly as much as it is, as it is now, and especially yeah. wasn't a thing, like, for teenagers. No. And I really, I think that, like, it would have been too, I don't know, I just think it would have been, like, too much as the first episode. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially, like, I really do think that they were very smart in, like, the Macy Amber or the Macy Farah Amber like sequence because I think that's kind of like the perfect introduction into this show and kind of the perfect like way to digest it and by the time like the third episode comes you're like holy shit like this is gonna be drama 
However, I think if it was now, I think starting with Amber would be a good move. I yeah, think because it would be a different show. Yeah. Well, it would be a different show, and I think people are much more accustomed to reality TV now. Yeah. And very accepting of exploitation when, like, nobody really gets that mad about it unless it's a French bulldog, so... I also think, like, um... Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. I also think that... I don't remember what I was going to say. But sorry, yeah. Oh, you. no, 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 no. But there are way more shows about, like, teens. Yeah, like, that's general. true. That's true. There's just more teen reality TV content and teens getting on TV for, like, doing bad things. Mm, yeah. At the time, MTV was walking, like, a real fine line with glamorization of pregnancy and... Like, scared straight and all that. Kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I just think it was kind of a different time. And I understand why they had Amber on third, even though she was the first episode shot. Yeah. But she... And that is also sort of like a revisionist history thing with the fandom like people argue all the time about amber and macy being the first ones like which one was first because amber always says that it's like i started this show yeah. and all that well, she did yeah um okay so we get this weird this this is so weird they start the episode did you notice this with gary Tanya, her mom, and Amber, like, reading lines over their animated characters. I wrote them down, Liz. I have a transcript. Of course you do. Fiona is a psychopath, in case you guys were wondering. (laughs) I actually thought about not taking notes and asking you to send send me your notes, because I knew they'd be really good. (laughs) Then I didn't do that, and I was like, I know she would do that if I asked her to. I would totally do that. Because I know this part way better than mine. (laughs) In particular, this part was so funny. Like, I forgot how much 16 and Pregnant compared with Teen Mom leaned on, like, the cartoon. Yeah, but this is the only episode that they did the voiceovers. Yeah, so it's, like, introducing how... The origin story of the animated characters and why they have the animated characters. Because I've always kind of wondered, like, why the fuck do they have these animated characters? What's up with the notebooks? But I wonder if the original plan was to do, like, these recreations... Right, it's like a reenactment. It's a reenactment, yes, that's where like they made them go into a studio and record ADR. It's it's crazy, wild. (laughs) So like it's inter it's uh explaining how Amber and Gary met, and it's because Gary was friends with Sean, her brother, called uh looking. He's like by the way, Gary is like four years older. Yeah, remember, which I have a lot of thoughts on this. They kind of like jump so. over that really quick. Yeah. So he asks his Sean home, and then she says, "Nope, he's out shooting squirrels." <laughs> and then you had Tanya, and she says, "Like she's not a good actor because this is reality television. What does he want?" Like so robotic. Oh God, it was so good. I loved it. I rewound it like three times. It's it's just so. It was. I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So we find out that Gary graduated with Amber's brother. As we know now, Gary is like three and a half years older than Amber. They met when Amber was in 10th grade and Gary had already graduated. Yeah. I heard a statistic that like the majority of teen girls that get pregnant and have babies have them with like adults. That's horrifying. Yeah. Really bad. And it gets glossed over on Teen Mom a lot. Oh, really? I mean, Ryan was 
three years older than Macy. Like Andrew was like 21 when Janelle was like 15 or something, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Like, it's so like gross. Amber or then Janelle. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really, really glossed over. And they'll be like, my boyfriend's older. Um, yeah. Yeah. But don't get into the politics of it, if you will. The statutory rape of it, yeah, if you will. Exactly. So we find out Gary's a CNA. A Which, like, what thing. happened to that? <laughs> um, I think he did it. So I think he stopped. But then I think he was doing it again um, when OG was off the air. I had completely forgotten that he was a nursing assistant. Being a CNA is really hard. So I think and like not rewarding you don't make a lot of money for it mm, yeah so, um oh also like just the voiceover tones in this are very weird yeah amber's not doing a classic voiceover if you will <laughs> she's doing more of like a talk i don't know how to describe this it sounds more like she's having a conversation than she's doing a voiceover did Maybe you notice that just, yeah i think she might be better at it than some of the other girls like macy is absolutely mm-hmm. horrible at it Macy's really bad at it but i mean i to me it sticks out so much because i don't know i think obviously like she wasn't a professional she wasn't trained in it no but i think there when you are giving a voiceover it does need to sound different than when you're having a conversation yeah it's like authoritative this is the story from my yes and so yeah. it's kind of jarring to hear like it wasn't Amber, like, attempting to give a voiceover and giving a bad voiceover, it really right. sounded like she was having a conversation. Okay, no, I know what you mean. Um, I wonder if they framed it differently back then. They might. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. I think it was just edited and recorded differently than the rest. Yeah. Because the part where they're reenacting the squirrel shooting part <laughs> is, like, totally different. Like, it's... Yeah. We are reading lines right now. So weird. Um, yeah. So... Gary, oh, works as a CNA. They met when he called the house looking for Sean. Um, her family is not happy that she's dating Gary. They do not like Gary. They don't want her to be with Gary. I will say her mom seemed very awake. In yes, I thought so too. She seemed like way more sober than we've like, ever seen her. She still seemed like Tanya. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys who are listening and Fiona, if you watched Marriage Boot Camp where she was like, unfortunately, I must like laid in bed for the first three days because she was in detox and drugs. And then like, was just, was this when Matt was on the show or was it just her and Amber? When Matt was there, it was Boot Camp Marriage. Okay. Or Marriage Boot Camp Family family Edition. edition. Yeah. I've never watched that show at all, actually. I would say to watch Matt and Amber's season. It was actually it's like so easy to binge um or just go watch like a lot of the clips that are on youtube (laughs) i will do that is my homework and watching the clips but tanya is like almost comatose on that show and she's like almost comatose anytime we've seen her on teen mom lately so she hasn't seemed with it no Um, alcoholic or like do you know what i don't think they've ever like come out and said they've talked about her dad being an alcoholic yeah they've talked about her mom like doing drugs like on marriage boot camp i'm pretty sure she said to her mom like you were doing drugs but they've never been like amber's mom is a drug addict or amber's mom is an alcoholic i remember they used to talk a lot about how she worked a lot so she wasn't at home um like she had to always work but i think there was also obviously substance abuse going on there yeah 
So we get a little scene between Gary and Amber talking about how they didn't use condoms because Ugh. Gary doesn't like them. Just, girls, let me speak to all the teen girls listening right now. Oh, yeah, my large teen <sighs> girl fan base. Yeah, if a boy tells you that they don't like condoms, tell him, well, you don't get to fuck me then. If they say that they don't fit them right, that is a myth. <laughs> There's a lot of things that you'll hear, girls, that are listening. <laughs> And I want you to know that they're not true. Also, remember in the iconic, like, Ask the Dad special when Gary oh, got yes. using a plastic bag as a condom? Yes. Wasn't it Saran Wrap? Saran Wrap, yeah. I w- couldn't remember if it was him or Tyler, but I think Tyler no. had gone through the washing machine yes, or something. correct. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. God. Imagine. No. Teen so- girls, Saran Wrap, also not a good idea. By the way, I believe Amber is 18 in this episode. Um, I'm not sure. I know she's not older than 18 because there is one part where she loudly proclaims, Gary, I'm a teenager. (laughs) But when they run into that girl in Walmart, she's like, well, I was a teen last year, but then I got pregnant. And they're living in their own apartment and she has a job. I don't know. I think she's 18. I think she's probably when she was born. But... Her birthday is in May, so she would have turned 18 before the end of her senior year, presumably. Yeah. Um, so Gary and Amber move into an apartment together, and the apartment was actually nicer than I remember it being. Yeah, I kind of had this image in my head of it being, like, more like Ebony's episode. <laughs> yeah, in season one there, like, of Teen Mom, the apartment looks a lot shittier, so I wonder if they'd moved. But, like, they had a nice-looking couch, like... I think also the filming style was, like, really low quality, so I think we're remembering that. <laughs> That's true, but everything looked, like, clean. Yeah. Um, so we find out, we get this funny thing where Amber didn't want kids, and she was different than the cheerleaders, she was a rebel, and then they quickly say, and I was a real party girl. And yes. We'll get back to that, but it's, like, oh, yeah. bone-chilling. It is. When a drug addict is like, I was a real party girl. (laughs) So much of this episode is chilling, given what has happened recently. It was alarming, which, like, I know is why you picked this one, because it's relevant, but it's so weird. So, first of all, I would say one of the interesting things is, like, Amber's voice and her cadence, Mm -hmm. which, in some ways, she seems older in this episode maybe it's just like her overall style i don't know how to describe it i think i know what you mean but then she also does like that baby voice the whole time that she doesn't really do anymore yeah that's true unless she's talking about boo boo but that's about it (laughs) yeah so they are at walmart looking for stuff they run into a friend and they also like don't explain why amber dropped out of high school no she's just like well you know i got pregnant but it's like, you're not due until, she didn't have the baby until after Halloween. The baby yeah. was born until like November. And she said, I was a senior last year, but then I got pregnant. But yeah, it's like, so why couldn't she have graduated she in? She would have been like five months pregnant. Yeah. When the school year ended. Like, why wouldn't you graduate? Like, I don't think they ever went into like why Amber dropped out of high school. No, it must have been I think Amber was else. just like, well, I'm pregnant. I guess I'll stop going to school. <laughs> like, she thinks that's how it works. I, Yeah. <laughs> First you get pregnant, then you're done school. And she just I, thinks she automatically graduates. I really, like, wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah. She's not the brightest bulb on the Christmas tree. No, no, she's not. Our so, dear Amber. they 
go to the son like get the sonogram the heartbeat and her mom is there and her mom is still just like very angry about the whole thing yeah and that was the theme of the episode really her goes at least i'm with the guy i lost my virginity to oh what god like oh it was so strange that she said that such a weird yeah i guess that makes sense that she is 18 because then they say we've been having sex for three years and they met when she was 15 okay yeah but it was such a bizarre but she's like she would have been 17 when she got pregnant though yeah yeah it was just such a bizarre like like i don't know i guess it's just like that doesn't make you any better no it doesn't make a difference really it's like i think what she's saying is at least i'm with someone who was willing to stick around and it happened to be this person that i've been dating already (laughs) but it's like she's not that eloquent no um so her mom is like happy hearing the heartbeat and then afterwards they go to steak and shake yes iconic and this is such a weird scene gary starts criticizing amber what she's eating i have so many thoughts on this as i'm sure you can imagine yeah i figured you would um I thought it was funny, though, when Amber, she's drinking a milkshake, and she's like, I'm not eating anything so bad. I'm having a grilled chicken sandwich, a salad, and some fucking cheese fries. Yeah, and they kept showing the cheese fries over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like, they just kept panning down to her cheese fries, and it's like, MTV, you're no better than Gary right now. Like, you're shaming her, too. Right now. Fucking pregnant, and she's right. She deserves her cheese fries with her grilled chicken sandwich. It was just so weird. It was kind of some of the early examples of how Gary like subtly pushes Amber. Yes. And And I think it helped build the narrative that people think of her as the fat girl. Yeah. That's also another thing that I was thinking about while watching this episode. I was like, Amber wasn't that fat. No, she just has a chubby, like baby fat fat face. face. Amber has unfortunately for her, like a fat face. And And all her features are very close together on her face. You remember her as being a lot fatter than she is. Yeah. Same with, um, oh, who is it? There's another person too. I had it and I lost it. Chelsea also has a very chubby face. Yes, it's Chelsea. Great. People people say that Chelsea they also both that. would wear very baggy clothes. Yeah, but like there was a scene where they were showing Amber from behind, mm-hmm. and she was still pregnant. And I was like, "Is this fat Amber?" Was there was like, never a fat Amber. This is the thing. Like, I mean, she's definitely chubby, but she's not yeah. like like in my head. I remember early season Amber's as being three hundred pounds. Yeah, she was never like that. I think she was just probably, she was probably, like, average before she got pregnant, and then all the weight went to her face. Yeah, I also she think- She doesn't have a fat face anymore. I, yeah, no, she doesn't. I also think what happened was, is that she then went, she was chubby, and then, like, drastically lost weight in between seasons one and two. Yeah, If you true. remember, she got very thin, very quick, obviously, because of drugs, um, she lost like 50 pounds, maybe 40 to 50 pounds, like in between filming seasons. So I think because it was so quick, we were like, oh my God, she was so fat and now she's thin. Which is like, that is such, that is another problem with this fandom is like people glorify the weight loss of anyone yeah. on this show and well, in general in our society. IRL. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you don't. But I do think it's interesting. Drugs, like, come on, guys. Don't you think it's interesting though to like look back 
at the episodes and stuff that we haven't watched in a long time and be like, oh my God, in my head, like, I remember, like, yeah, we thought she was huge. Yes, because MTV sort of pushes the narrative that her weight is a concern, but not even really. It's just showing Gary. It's just all kind I also think that, like, sorry for Amber, I think Gary being fat made her seem fatter. Mm, yeah, you're probably right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think in your head, you're like, oh, the fat couple. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's, like, interesting to to go back to these episodes we haven't watched in 10 years and be like, wow, why does my brain remember this so differently than it actually was? Yeah, and that is something that happens a lot in Teen Mom world. Yeah. So Gary's just being, like, a jerk, and he's doing it in this way, this subtle digging at Amber, which continues, and I'm not blaming Gary for any of Amber's behavior. No, but But, it's emotional abuse is what it is. Yeah, you see this, like, Gary's really good at poking her and poking Mm -hmm. her and poking her. And even now, he's he's always known exactly how to push her buttons. Yeah, I think he's just the type of person that likes to poke. Yeah, he's a little shit. I bet he does it with Christina, we just don't see it. We see Leah. Yep. Um, but I think we just, like, don't see it with Christina because we really don't see that much of their relationship. No. Yeah, we very rarely see Gary and Christina um, interacting just as Gary and Christina. unless no, it's, it's like, always about, talking about Amber or Leah. Yeah, or Leah or, like, something specific. We don't see them going about their day-to-day. Which, like, fair because they're not main characters. <laughs> yeah, why would we? Um, I And I know he had his Being Gary episode, but I even think still that was, like, they were always talking about something and not just like going around filming themselves. Yeah. And when was that? that? Was that when he was already with Christina? Being Gary? Yeah. Yeah. They, that was, um, like two years ago. I like truly don't remember. I think the only one I've watched of the dads was Nathan's. The only one worth watching. That was fucking iconic. Yeah. (laughs) That was everything. That was like, very few times do you see someone just like so unhinged from reality thinking they're so connected oh, in a way that they just like let it all hang out there. You should have seen The Bachelorette this season. That's all I'm saying. You know I don't watch Bachelorette. It's I know, but there was a Nathan on the on the I show this I season. I just can't. Oh, the one that loved Jesus. I did read about that. Yes. You know I yes. keep up with the zeitgeist. I care yes, about. Yes, you I'm sometimes a, ask me for little updates. I'm not a philistine. Like <laughs> <laughs> I know about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I just don't. <laughs> I even read Batch Nation, which I loved. Oh, I did too. I just don't like keep up with the show because it's 19 hours a week and I can't commit. Oh my god and Bachelor in Paradise is starting soon and they air it on Mondays and Tuesdays because it's just the month of August but it's like two hours each night so that's like four hours a week. Nope can't. I tried. I remember like when EBP had the Facebook group and a new Bachelor season was starting I was like you know what I'm gonna watch Bachelor this year. Oh god which season? It might have been Rachel's Bachelorette season. Oh okay. But I watched 20 minutes of the first episode and then saw there was an hour and 40 minutes left. Yep. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not watching The Bachelor. 
it's such a commitment or, and to be honest off. if i miss the episode i don't watch it i just listen to a recap podcast yeah, i was like oh no 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 i'm not no i don't care to watch this this is not what i'm interested in it was like boring already like the first 20 minutes of it and then i was like wait why is this two hours and then and i realized it was like, it's boring then that's bad because night one is usually like the most entertaining episode yeah of it, it was either rachel season or the bachelor that came before her whoever that was oh god i'm not the historian on i that. don't remember but i was like oh no but i did used to watch it like way back in the day like i watched andrew firestone season well, it used to be way better it's i like, like I have a clear memory of watching Andrew Firestone season for some reason, and I think I also watched Trista's season of The Bachelorette. Oh, people love her. They're still together. Oh, yeah, Trista and Ryan. Paradise couple had a baby in her closet. Yes. So, oh my God, it sounds so scary. Like, so I guess her water broke, and there wasn't enough time to get her to the hospital. Yeah. This is, um, what's her name? Crap. Uh, it doesn't matter. I forget, but, um, truly doesn't matter. I was literally, no, I was literally just listening to the recap podcast for the bachelor before I started <laughs> recording this. So I should know what it is. Cause they were just talking about it, but her water broke and I guess they got paramedics and stuff. And the place they chose for her to give birth was in the giant walk-in closet with like a lovely white carpet and like <laughs> all of their shoes around like, mm. But she obviously didn't have any drugs and, like, it looked really scary. Yeah, I can imagine. Crazy. Okay, so a family family friend comes up to Amber and Gary at Steak Shack. Apparently, Amber used to work there. I think it was the waitress, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, so I guess they work together, but they call her family friend. I don't know. And she asks if they're going to get married, and Gary says... I'd love to get married because I love her with all my heart, but her mom doesn't want us to get married. Yeah, sure, Gary. That's the reason. Then the waitress leaves and Amber and Gary kind of talk about their families not getting along. And like Amber makes a snide remark at it. And then Gary calls his family rambunctious. And I just thought it was interesting because this whole episode, we're supposed to understand that like Carol and, Tanya don't get along, but like, yeah, I, they don't give us any reason. Well, they do give us a little reason for Tanya not liking Carol, but they don't give us a reason for like what is wrong with Carol. Although now we've come to see in like seasons that she's like totally deranged, she's a lunatic. But we get like a little vibe of that. They call her rambunctious, but they don't. Well, I think it's like the reactions when they told. Well, I'm jumping ahead a bit, but the reactions when they told the parents that they were engaged, like Carol goes like, oh my God, yeah, and freaks out. And Tanya's like, oh. So I think it's just like showing how out of touch with reality she is that she supports their relationship compared with Tanya. True. But they don't like, I don't know, like when Gary's like, she's rambunctious. Like I thought they were going to explain more like what's going on with Gary's family. Yeah. Well, I bet that Carol didn't want to talk about the whole not knowing who his dad was. I don't think he knew at the time that he didn't know who his dad was. No, he didn't know. But she would have known that she didn't want it to come up, probably. Yeah, that's true. So, um, it's a little bit later in the day, and we just, like, hear Amber throwing up. And I was like, was that necessary? Um, I literally wrote down, I did not need to see her puking or hear her puking. (laughs) It was like, it was not... No, I didn't. It was so graphic. (laughs) It was so graphic. And Gary's like, 
Shouldn't See, eat uh, the cheese fries. Yeah, that's a greasy food. Greasy food and pregnancy don't mix. And it's like, Carrie, Carrie, fuck off. Fuck up. You probably ate double what Amber did. Like, yeah. that, that's what is, like, maddening about Gary is that, like, he's lecturing Amber on what she should eat when you yeah. know he's eating the same thing or more. Yeah, it's like gaslighting. Well, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah. So they find a crib at a garage sale for $15. And I was like, that's amazing. Love that. Love that shopping thrifty spirit. Liz Bentley loves a thrift. Liz Bentley loves a thrift. She loves a sale. She loves a deal. Except it reminded me of that one episode where they get the crib and then it oh, has like termites yeah. or whatever. It's a different 16 and pregnant. I think it, I think her name also is Amber. Yes, I think you're right. Because then they go buy it from a lady with like a like an eye patch. It's such yeah, a yeah. That's an iconic episode. That's <laughs> the one where he like takes the drug test and just like puts it on the table, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I should cover that. Um, yes. So the next day. <laughs> wait, wait. I want to say one thing about the crib because they're putting it together, and then Gary goes, "You should wash your hands after touching that." And I'm like, "You're gonna put your baby in there, though." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. The and then they're talking about money. Sorry, I had another yeah. thing I wrote down. And he's like, there's money in the bank. Like, no, no, no. Stop, stop. We're not there yet, Fiona. Elizabeth. Uh. <laughs> no, the, the money comes up because the next day, Amber walks downstairs and Gary's playing his brand new PlayStation oh, 3 yes. with GarageBand. <laughs> I'm, I'm a rock not, band. Yeah. Like, of all of the games. The most important thing, we're supposed to, like, understand that they're quite broke. Mm -hmm. We see them in Walmart. We know they got their crib from a a garage sale. Um, And Amber walks in and she was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And she was like, how much was that? And you can tell she's, like, fucking livid. But she's actually, like, saying very calm. Mm -hmm. Like, very calm. alarming for her. I think pregnancy, like, chills Amber out, to be honest. Yeah, probably. So, Gary goes, it's a couple hundred. And Amber goes, well, how a couple hundred? Like, what's the exact amount? Yeah. And he goes, it was $500. Oh, God. And Amber's like, are you fucking kidding me? Imagine if somebody did that when you're- No, I would have picked that fucking thing up and thrown it out the window. And you hate video games to begin with, too. So. That's not true. I don't hate video games. You hate you hate a, a boyfriend always on the video game. Like, yeah, like, I just don't love, like, a constant video game playing. Yeah. Like, I don't need, like, I don't want to ever date, like, a gamer gamer. Yeah, that's what I mean. You've talked about that. Yeah. But you I don't, don't want to be like, oh, come over to my house and watch me play World of Warcraft. Yeah, I never, well, I just never want to watch anyone play video games ever. So boring. Like, I don't know. This is ridiculous because I sit on my computer for like six consecutive hours when I get home from work. But so would you guess, expect somebody to watch you to watch you? Do no, no, that? no. But no. here's the thing that I wouldn't want the background noise. I would like my boyfriend to also sit on the computer while we have an in- agreeable background noise going on. Yeah, that's what Josh and I do. We I both don't, sit on our computers in our office. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear video games is the issue. I don't like the way video games sound. It's jarring for someone with ADHD. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't like it. They're not, it's not like, it's not ambient at all. No, it's not. It's like too much. I'm sh- like, like, can we put on hairbrushing ASMR, please? <laughs> that's all I, that's all you want to watch now is hairbrushing ASMR. Um, you know how they do the ASMR videos of like, 
reality shows. I really want a Teen Mom one. They've made a couple of those. Haven't you seen them on Reddit? The Teen Mom ones? Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I haven't. We definitely... To be honest, I, like, rely on you to send me to the right threads on Reddit. Yeah, (laughs) I I know. We've, like, had a whole conversation about this before in the past. We looked at the the Real Housewives one, but that's all I know. Maybe. Well, someone on on Long Name was doing the ASMR ones. Um, Remember? Uh Oh. And then Deb... The fake Deb supposedly yep. messaged her. Okay, we're off topic. We, um, I mean, semi. <laughs> but, so yeah, Amber's like fucking livid. Gary's like, well, I worked a ton, ton of overtime. And she's like, we have a baby on the way. Yeah, like that's why you're working overtime. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, we've got money in the bank. And she's like, no, we don't. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I spoiled this line already. I just thought that was so funny when he's like, we have money in the bank. And she's like, no. <laughs> It's like five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, such a jerk off. Um, that's a great so way of putting it. Amber and Tanya go out for lunch, and Amber's like, "Well," and I thought this was weird because she goes, "I don't want to quit my job because I don't trust Gary to pay the bills." I'm like, "Her job? What? What job?" They didn't mention a job this entire episode. They didn't oh, show her going to work. No so job was confused. ever mentioned, yeah. except in this one conversation. Because when she's talking to the lady at, what's it called, Steak Shack? Yeah. Okay, When you used to work here. Yeah, she says it in the past tense. Yeah. Yeah, because she's like, no, we were together when I worked here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have no idea what her job supposedly is. None. I think she worked at Wendy's, but, like, I don't, I wonder why they didn't show on the show that she worked. Well, when you get pregnant, you have to drop out of high school and quit your job. (laughs) That's why I'm getting pregnant, so I don't have to go to high school or work. <laughs> if only. If only. You know, God willing. Um, okay, so Amber's like, well, don't tell dad, but... And I wonder if... I don't think her parents are even together at this point. No, I found that all very weird, too. It was like they were trying to pass it off as if, like, they're, like, a white picket fence. Like, oh my gosh, don't tell dad. Yeah. It was very weird vibe. Um, she was like, don't tell dad, but he went and bought a PlayStation 3. Like, don't tell Tanya. How about that? (laughs) I don't know. I come from a family where I'm not very close in terms of, like, telling my parents my everyday activity. No, no. (laughs) And I just can't relate to that at all. Let me tell you how little my dad knows about my day-to-day life. Same. My dad... I think if I asked him what my degree was in, he would have absolutely no idea. The only thing we talk oh, about is- My dad 100% does not know what I have a degree in. I <laughs> guarantee you. <laughs> oh, dads. But yeah, so Amber comes home and her dad calls, I guess they're having a barbecue. And she's like, she puts him on speakerphone. She's sitting next to Gary and- She's like, oh, are you coming to the barbecue? By the way, they skip over this, but she's, he's like, well, if I'm feeling okay, and they don't mention that yes. at this point, he's already dying of cirrhosis of the liver. Oh, yeah. He, he was, I think, sober and dying for like 10 years. That's awful. Awful. That's like really, the worst thing to Yeah, really awful. Because I think I've heard her say that when he died, he was 10 years sober, but he was you know, dying of cirrhosis of the liver the whole time. That's so sad. Um, they don't mention it, but no. he does say, like, if I'm feeling well, I'll come. 
Which you would only catch if, like, you knew, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, you, if you know what you're looking for. They just, like, don't talk about so much in this episode in Amber's life. Like, yes, There's we know her brother's deployed, but, like, we don't know about, like, how awful her mom is, that her dad is dying as a result of his alcoholism, that she had a little sister that died from SIDS, like. Oh, yeah, they, does that ever get brought up on TV at any point? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely in I think, like, mom. way later. I, it's mom. at some point in Teen Mom, because. Yeah, I'm, like, 99% sure it's in Teen Mom. But, like, they just don't, like, Amber's had so much trauma, and they just, like, skirt right past it. Yeah, because they just want to paint her as, like, white trash instead of showing, like, how do you get to the point where Amber is right now? That's very true. And I also just think that that wasn't, like, 16 and Pregnant wasn't that interested in that narrative at the time. No, definitely not. They were, they thought they were a documentary, which like no not for no like not that's not what I mean like I think they just weren't that interested in like getting into like the deep shit yeah well I think they thought it was going to be a one and done for each girl right yeah well yeah for sure and I just think think it was important I think that they weren't as interested in it until Caitlin and Tyler and Mm -hmm. the reaction to the Caitlin and Tyler episode and then they realized like we should be showing more of a family trauma yeah, because that's really what their whole identity on the show has been wrapped around. Yeah, but I think, like, 16 Pregnant following that, like, looked more at family issues and trauma and, like, everything that happened because the reaction Caitlin and Tyler was so strong. Yeah, that's true. They've always been, like, a favorite of the 16 and Pregnant days. Yeah, for sure. So Amber picks up the phone on speakerphone and... She, he's like, well, I want to come because I need to rip Gary a new one. <laughs> and he's like, is Gary there? And Amber's like, uh, no, he's upstairs. And he's like, oh, well, I gosh. think Gary's immature. Basically just, like, lays out why Gary's an asshole. Why would she do that to Gary? Like, that, she knew she was going to set him up to hear her dad talking shit. Yeah, for sure. But I think she did it on purpose because she's- No, that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. So she hangs up the phone and Gary's in my opinion, kind of rightfully pissed. Yeah, like, I would be pissed. So he shouldn't have bought the PS3 to begin with. But then, like, why Like, why are you involving your parents in this? Yeah. I and really that's basically that. what he says. He's like, you're making me look like an ass. And Amber says, well, because you are an ass. Which, like, <laughs> we can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. You're making yourself look like an ass and I'm highlighting it. And this, once again, is Gary saying, but there's money in the bank. And Amber saying, no, there's not. <laughs> oh my god i don't know if Um, he knows how banks work no so gary says that he's mad because her mom is running her fucking mouth and amber's like you won't say that to her face and gary goes so what does she call me she calls me an inbred Inbred piece of shit i was like wait (laughs) what i know i wrote that down because i was like excuse me and like, does this stuff with the dad go back this far that we just never realized? Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. But that's like a crazy. First of all, why don't we get these fights on camera between Gary and Amber's mom? The amount of things they've missed on camera is honestly appalling. And this is really the first time that you're seeing Amber's like aggression in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you say that to her face? Like. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the first time she's not just, like, fighting with Gary. She's, like, getting aggressive towards him. Because he riles her up. Yeah. But do you know what I mean by, like, there's, we've seen her, like, mad at Gary earlier, but this is the first time that you feel like, oh, they fight, fight. 
Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, so Amber's like, well, if my kid got pregnant at 17, I would feel the same way. You, I'm a teen. I'm a teen. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was so like icky that she said that because she's almost whining. She's like, Gary, I'm a teenager. Of course I'm going to act this way. And it's like, you're saying you're a teenager is just pointing out that he's not. And it's so gross. Yeah. It was a bizarre exchange because I didn't really understand, like, what point she was making. Well, no, I don't either. I think she was just making her own point in her head and not listening to what he said. That's true. But, like, why, like, she's treating him like he should understand that she's a teenager, so she has to, like, have an attitude and act out and be combative and whatever. It's like... Ooh, you're supposed to be an adult in this situation because you're in an adult situation. Yeah. Yeah. So Bubby's been away for seven months, her brother. He's deployed. She really misses him. And she's going to have a family bar- barbecue with Gary's family too. Um, she's sad that Bubby's not going to be there, but she hopes he'll be able to call during it. It actually made me really sad to think about that. Like, clearly she loves him more than anybody else in her entire life. Yeah, but then, he, you know, he's such an enabler, too, because he oh, I know. this week or last week where he was like, why does Andrew want child support? Why should Amber pay for everything? Like, he needs to get a job. And it's like, who are you helping by saying this? You're right. But I think it's just sad because no, I, it is sad because one of the only examples of like her having genuine, uh, I don't know, not yeah, genuine emotion. She had a really shitty childhood, and her yeah. mother is probably like her main parental figure. Yes. How much older is he? Do we know? Not that much older, but I don't think so. Because he's Gary's age, so yeah. like three or four years. Yeah. So Gary, um, oh Amber's mom kind of confronts Gary, and it's like this is a priority, you know, like the baby is a priority. And Gary's like, well, I worked a million hours of overtime to get it. And her, her mom's like, you need to be saving that money. I know. Like, does he think he just gets to have free money if he works overtime? Like, no, any f- extra money you have needs to go towards your child. It's, it's really, it's a wow. lot. It makes it's no just, sense. it points out how naive these kids because they are kids yeah are before this all happens for sure so carol shows up and carol and tanya have like a weird awkward talk and (laughs) just like oh well carol goes no like i saw you once and tanya goes well i was still really pissed (laughs) (laughs) oh carol carol is like a caitlin if you will like she just really wants to have to be friends with everyone. That's actually quite accurate. (laughs) That's That's like my picture. That's quite accurate. Um, So as soon as like Carol sits down to eat, Tanya goes outside and Tanya and her sister are out there and uh, Tanya's like, or Tanya's sister is like, poor little Amber, what have they done to her? And Tanya's basically like, fuck Carol. Yeah. Carol let Amber sleep over at their house. Um, I didn't let Amber have any boys sleep over, and I'm like, okay, but where did you think Amber was? Yeah, like, that's still not good parenting to me. How is Amber able to, like, look, I understand teens will sneak out and teens will sneak around, but, like, how is Amber able to repeatedly sleep over at her boyfriend's house and you didn't know? Yeah, I agree. And then did you notice what her friend said about 
Gary staying over or her them sleeping in the same bed or whatever. Mm-mm. She goes, he became an extra pillow when she was ovulating. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to so say. So crass. <laughs> Just, oh man, these people. <laughs> oh, so Carol's like, Amber, is your mom going to come talk to us? Yeah, and Amber's like, um... She's eating, I think she said. <laughs> yeah, she was, she's eating outside. You can tell Amber's like, this is so fucking weird. Poor Amber. She was really put in the middle of all of this drama. Yeah. So Bubby calls, Amber talks to him and cries, and I, there was just one really funny line, and she's like, mom told me that she told you I was, I was having a girl, and Sean goes, yeah, I put it on my MySpace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I noted that too. Like, oh, this is just so 2009. I love it. So or 2008, good. actually, I think this episode aired. Um, so after the barbecue, Amber and Gary are laying on the couch and we get a weird, like, foot fetish moment. Oh, yeah. When he's like, no, I have to rub your feet. Rub my that, feet. That, to me, made me think it was, like, a sexual thing. It, it was gross. I, really I feel like it. if it wasn't, Amber would have just let him rub her feet. But it, you could tell yeah. she was, like... Ugh, this is foreplay and I don't feel like having foreplay right now. Absolutely. Because like it's a thing for when you're pregnant, you probably want a foot massage, but at I don't any think time that's I want what it was. Massage. Yeah, same. But if I'm mad at my boyfriend he has a foot fetish, like don't touch my feet. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Amber lets us know that she can never stay mad at him because despite all the messes he makes, he's still my man. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was such a funny line. That's the way people used to talk in 2008. Yeah. <laughs> so Gary, the next scene is Gary calling Walmart to find out about the return policy for the PS3, but like we don't actually see him return it, so I'm not no, sure if he actually- have to infer that he did. Yeah, but I was like, where's the scene of him actually returning the PS3? Yeah, because it's not like Walmart is above filming. Walmart is involved I mean, in this episode more than- some of the main characters honestly they go to walmart twice in this episode that's a yeah, lot they go twice and they call once yeah and they're even like walmart and walmart and anderson yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's fall now and amber's like when everybody else is going to school we go to the library to research baby names and i'm like i thought that was so funny and then i realized like they must not have had internet yeah it's like, what a world that this was, where you I literally know, had to look. No, 95% of people, not maybe not 95, but most no, I people know. had at-home internet. And I just mean for them, it, yeah. like I did, I had internet, but. Like, I can't believe they didn't have a triple play package. You know what I mean? I like, don't know what that is, but a I A bundle, like internet, TV, and phone. Oh yeah, okay. In 2008, like, I was like, wow, they must really just like not even have a computer or internet at their house at this point. Yeah, and I'm sure that, like, their parents didn't. Amber did have a sidekick phone, if you know. They noticed. both did. I loved it. God, I wanted a sidekick so bad. Me too. It was, like, just before the LG chocolate came out, it was the rage. Oh, All yeah. the rage. The LG chocolate. I forgot about that. Everyone in my high school had that. I wanted one so bad. Well, I'm much older than you, so. This is true. Not much <laughs> older. <laughs> yes, I'm 15 surprise i'm having teens on my podcast that's why i'm addressing all the teens actually if there are any 15 year olds that listen to this podcast and you want to come on like please i'm like that would actually be fascinating literally i'm begging you if you are a 
teenager, 19 is like, mm, I don't know how interested I am. But like, if you're like 15 and you want to come on this podcast, like I'm literally begging you. It would be really interesting, actually. Yeah, like, I teenage girls these days are so much smarter. I'm like 99% <laughs> sure 15-year-olds don't watch Teen Mom because why would anybody watch Teen Mom unless they've been watching since the first episode? Yeah. And, but, because if you turned it on right now, you'd be like, this is not interesting. But if there's like a 15-year-old who watches the show and then listens to this podcast with their mom. Oh, that's the ideal scenario. That... Or even if they don't watch the show, they could just listen to the podcast. Also fine. I barely watch the fucking show. (laughs) I barely watch the show now. I haven't even watched this week's episode. Neither have I. What a nightmare the show is. (laughs) It's so boring. It's so bad. (laughs) So... um, Oh, so they go to the library to research baby names, which I was like, what the fuck is this scene? (laughs) And they had... So they were like, we're going to make a list. But then they showed the piece of paper he was writing on and it said possible names for baby Leah. (laughs) I literally had to rewind it and freeze it to make sure there wasn't a comma or like a colon indicating that Leah was the first name in the list. But no, it was like the title of the list is possible names for baby Leah. And then we're going to list all of the names. That's so funny. It's like, what was the point of this? Because obviously you already had the name picked out and then it yeah. was like, you got to go to the library. And Leanne is Amber's middle name. Yes. Leah, oh, good old Leah Leanne. One of my favorite names in the franchise, honestly. It's just so crazy. Leah Leanne. <laughs> it's just like they really didn't think it through at all. They didn't ever say it out loud. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> Why did, I wonder if you have this on a Google Drive. But what are all the babies' full names? So we have Sophia Laurent. I'll pull it up. No, don't. We're doing it by memory. Okay. Bentley Bentley Cadence. Yes. Leah Leanne. Yeah. Uh, I guess Carly doesn't really count. Did we ever know Elizabeth? It is? I'm pretty sure. Let me pull up my Google Doc. I want to do this by memory, though. I will not tell you unless you're wrong. Then on Team Mom 2 is Aubrey Skye. Uh-huh. Lynn DeBoer. (laughs) <laughs> you just gotta say the full name <laughs> um i actually have no idea what isaac's middle name is hold on let me see i know what it Jace is Jace vaughn um ali ali alia faith and why can't i think of their names aliana aliana oh i always forget that that's ali's full name i know it's not allison like you might think it would be well i knew it wasn't allison but i guess i haven't thought about it but their middle names are uh, hope and faith. I'm just not sure which one. They're faith and grace because Gracie is Gracie. Oh, duh. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> grace. Um, Ali, Aliyah Grace and Aliana Faith. Yeah. And then Addie is hope, right? Addie must, yeah, because it's hope, faith, grace, isn't it? Yeah. It's like her, so. her hashtag. <laughs> I think so. And I think that's all the kids. I'm not sure what Nova, well, Nova Lee Rain. Yeah. But I'm not sure what Nova D. Jesus's. It's Star. Name. Oh, right. Star, Star, Nova Star. How could I forget <laughs> that? How could you forget Star, Star? Isn't Stella's middle name Star as well? It sure is. <laughs> Nova Star and Stella Star. Lincoln Marshall, Lux Russell. Isaac um, is, um, where is it? Isaac is Elliot. Oh, I would have never guessed that. That's a nice name, Isaac Elliott. I think Isaac is a great name. That's my nephew's name. I was bummed um, that it's linked to this. <laughs> Jade Carter. What's Maverick's middle name? 
Oh, I have it. Hold on. What is Maverick's middle name? Reed. Oh, I wouldn't. Reed is such a better name than Maverick. Reed Maverick McKinney would have been even better. Yeah, they should have done that. All right. There's, there's so many of these kids. There's Liz, like, knowing every child's full name by memory, and that's sick, and that she should be committed. Do you know Bristol's children's names? Because they're really good. Um, no, I can't even honestly, like, remember Trip, Sailor, and I honestly can't even remember her kids' names. They're too weird. Atley. Oh, I know, and I know someone named Atley, IRL. You do? Do I they spell it the same? Yeah, I grew up with a girl named Atley. Her beach house burned down. We knew oh. each other at the beach, and then their house burned down, but then they rebuilt a really, a much nicer house. That's that was sad. the big, that was the big drama with Atley, is that her house burned down when we were well, like, you'd never forget that. No, how could I? <laughs> and then James Andrew Glennon is a very normal name. Yeah. Veda Luma, which we all have thoughts about. <sighs> okay. So there's um, a really boring trip down name lane. <laughs> this is called so, trivia segment. Yeah. Um, they decide to have Amber's baby shower, I guess, but everybody is wearing sweatpants. Was the baby, sh- the baby shower was the barbecue, wasn't it? No, it was the party in the park. Oh, yes, the party in the park. Her dad showed up. Yes, her dad yes. showed up. He looked The dress good. code was very informal. Like, I think, was Amber in sweatpants? I mean, she's pregnant, so I'm going to give her a pass on that. But, like, throw on maybe, like, a stretchy dress. Tanya looks at Carol, then turns to her ex-husband and goes, Ugh, at least they're not married. <laughs> and you know what? At least they never were. Yeah. We can all say that. So we get a clip of a high school football game, and Amber lets us know, even though being pregnant kept us from the big game, <laughs> Gary and I are spending quality times with our friends at home. As and if I, you'd ever be going to the football that's game. That's like, she, the beginning is like, I hated school. I hated everybody. I was a rebel. Yeah, like you would not be caught dead going to promote school spirit. Yeah. Then we get one of the most iconic scenes in the entire franchise, mm-hmm. um, which is Gary going to Walmart to buy an engagement ring. Truly. It, it costs $21.43. Yep. And Gary asks the lady about the return policy, which is 90 days with a receipt. Which is, like, fairly generous, I guess. <laughs> it's just, like, imagine I going can't. and buying a $21 engagement ring, which, like, fine. Who cares? If that's, if that's all you guys can afford and you want to get engaged, like, good for you. No judgment from me. Yeah, it's not that part. And then on camera, asking what the return policy is. Imagine being Amber and seeing that later. Imagine being MTV editing this and being like, you know what we need in this episode? Not one, but two Walmart employees telling us the return policy on two different items. (laughs) And like, also, I don't have an issue with them having a cheap ring, like you said. My issue is with the, the fact that he thought that uh, a five hundred dollar PlayStation was reasonable, uh, and that this, he couldn't drop more than twenty bucks on. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> like you couldn't even like get on eBay and buy sterling silver ring so it won't turn your finger green. He didn't have the library or the internet. He'd have to go to the library. I bet that thing did turn her finger green like the next day. Uh, A hundred percent. I just bought like a fake cheap ring 
and yeah. it turned my finger green like within a minute. Yeah, that, that happens to me all the time. And Amber is pretty fair-skinned, so it would definitely happen to her. And I was like, oh, this is why I have to buy, um, this is why I have to buy sterling silver, even if it's a cheap fakey ring. It has to at least be sterling silver. Yeah, exactly. So. Also, you have to note that it's a pink sapphire and it's heart-shaped. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Harry proposes to Amber. I guess they're away at a B&B. And yeah, so obviously being myself, I googled where the B&B was just to see how far they traveled. And it's 24 minutes from Anderson. <laughs> lovely. So they, yep. <laughs> a lovely little getaway. <laughs> and Amber is like thrilled. And she's like, I hope it fits my fingers. They're swollen. <laughs> yep. That was, this was this transcript of the proposal. Okay, let's hear it. There was something I was going to ask you. What do you mean? <laughs> I was wondering if you would marry me. No, you did not. Yeah, baby. I hope it fits me. My fingers are swollen. Amber always loves it. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, because the first word that comes out of her mouth after he asks is no. <laughs> but she does that all the time. I know. No, it's you funny. didn't. No, no. Yeah. yeah, I can totally hear that in her voice. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> just he's so bad at proposing <laughs> so bad at proposing we've seen him do it twice he's not good at yeah it. did we see him propose to christina on camera i think we did yes because wasn't uh wasn't it on the beach and like leah yeah. was there? yeah no Wait, that wasn't was amber there or was that no Mason? no no amber wasn't there but something with <sighs> them getting married i can't remember Maybe it was though. the wedding i don't remember I don't remember either, but I think we did see him propose on camera. It was probably better then. Then I think he asked if she, like, wanted to get married, but her daughter wasn't there. Oh, yeah. That's right. Something, yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, but Amber loves a, no, you didn't. No, no. <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> um, and Gary says, I know we fight, but everybody does. That's what you want to hear when you're getting engaged. Yeah. Dark, <laughs> dark foreshadowing. So they tell Carol she's thrilled. They tell Tanya and she's like, honestly, I thought you guys eloped. So I'm just really glad you didn't do that. It looked like she literally smelled dog shit when they told her. Like her face was confused and enraged at the you same time. You know when they were like, come over? She's like, fuck, they got married. Yeah. Because she can't be pregnant again. <laughs> Nothing worse can happen, Mom. True. So then we get something truly deranged, truly deranged, which is Gary painting Amber's stomach as a pumpkin, but only for like one second, and then they move on to the next scene. And I was like, how dare they? I know. Because they're like, all our friends are out trick-or-treating or whatever, which, like, are they? <laughs> and, uh, but Leah's going as a pumpkin. And then they just show that for two seconds and then move on. I was like, that should have been the whole episode as far as I'm yeah. concerned. All I want to see is them in holiday costumes. Gary as the bunny. And <laughs> True. Just do a whole episode of Gary body painting a pregnant Amber. <laughs> like, that. Would be That's incredible. the business he should go into when the show ends. God, could you imagine <laughs> Gary showing up to do your body painting? Oh my like, God, Playboy Mansion body painting? <laughs> oh. oh, 
Good Lord. Disgusting. I mean, he, his cookie business didn't last very long. So Yeah. So Amber goes to her midwife, which I was pretty surprised. Yeah, I wrote this down. Do you think that it was just like hospital yeah. policy? No, I think that was like who insurance sent her to. Oh, okay. Okay. Obviously that is not an insight that mm, I have. Fiona lives in Canada and doesn't understand insurance and is constantly <laughs> baffled by us doing insurance things and insurance talk. I have health insurance. It's Fiona just not the same. I do not get it. I don't have to pay for anything. It's kind of great. Everyone come to Canada. We love refugees. <laughs> but yeah, I think that she like was probably sent to the midwife or like okay. given a list of names. Yeah. Cause I was really surprised. I was like, there is no way she would ever know what a midwife is. The midwife was saying that like she should avoid an epidural as long as possible. So she can move around and go into different positions. Yeah. They were and talking like, about pain management and inducing. And so stuff like I thought that was great. And the midwife seemed great, but also I think that Amber, it didn't seem great for Amber because Amber seemed woefully unprepared. You know, Amber didn't go to like, a do they still have Lamaze class? Is that the whole thing? I've heard of it, but I think I've only heard of it in like movies. TV yeah. shows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, you know, Amber didn't go like look at any breathing or like do any pregnancy I mean, pre-birth, like, preparation yeah, at all. Like she's not reading what to expect. No. Oh, God, no. Um, so I think that she was really, I think that that was, like, really overwhelming for her. Probably. The, and, and I bet that the midwife doesn't have a lot of teenage clients. Yeah, and I just think that it just wasn't, I don't know. I think that Amber, like, wasn't prepared for someone being like, well, you can stand up and move around and... Yeah. That wasn't, like, the vibe that Amber was getting, like, putting out. That wasn't out. Amber's birth plan, if you Yeah, will. no, 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 no. I think that, I don't know if this sounds terrible, I think that they should have, like, I think in ideal world, Amber would have just, like, had a scheduled C-section. Oh, yeah. Because I, I just think that she was so unprepared for birth and, like, what it was, and I'm sure, like, you can never really prepare, but no, watching this was very much, like, Amber was, like, totally out of her league. And, like, the midwife seemed, like, cool, but at the same yeah. time, like, I don't know. I don't think what Amber wanted to hear was, like, hold off on the epidural as long as possible so that you can move no. around. Amber like, wanted somebody to be, like, you get that if you need it. I think that Amber didn't even really understand what an epidural was. Or that, yeah, yeah, that too. Um, and I think the midwife maybe thought that she was coming with a certain degree of, like, pre-knowledge. Like, the average person has. I think it yeah. had way less knowledge than the average person had. And, like, this, the scene kind of made me uncomfortable, like, when it she was, was. With the midwife. Because yeah. she just seemed, Amber just seemed, like, so out of her league. Yeah. And, was. like, you could, I don't know, I don't think Amber was, like, when she was, like, well, you want to wait to get the epidural as long as possible. Like, I think what Amber was feeling inside was like, no, I don't, but like had no way to actually say that out loud. No, she didn't understand how to advocate for herself. Yeah. So they induce her at 40 weeks and five days and we get another iconic scene in which Amber's eating Taco Bell and the midwife's <laughs> like, so what's going on? And Amber's like, I've been puking all day. And the midwife goes, and I, I think the midwife was a little judgy. She's like, yeah, how come you can throw up? You can throw up all day, and then you can eat Taco Bell. I don't get it. And Amber's like, kind of laughing, but you can tell she's also embarrassed. And I would like, honestly I love Taco know. Bell anytime. So I, I relate really hard to Amber here. I love Taco Bell. Yeah, I really want Taco Bell right now. I think that like the midwife was being logical, where she's like, if you're throwing up, like, don't eat Taco Bell. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like, 
<laughs> we had we were in the U.S. on the weekend, and I had Taco Bell there, and it's so much better than it is here. Just so you guys know, because you know I love chain restaurants, I like sent Fiona <laughs> on a chain restaurant tour. <laughs> so, like when we were in Rochester, New York. I had asked Alyssa, our mutual friend, for some recommendations because her girlfriend's sister lives in Rochester, and she gave me all of these restaurant recommendations, and then she's like, I'm so mad that you went to Chili's. And Olive Garden. <laughs> and Olive Garden is amazing. I told you. <laughs> oh my god, those breadsticks. I've never- I'm surprised s- that I have Alfredo sauce on the side with my breadsticks. I've never been happier. I've never served anyone wrong in a chain restaurant situation. It's true. Ever. I saw a Texas Roadhouse, like, on the way, oh. and I was like, oh, I want to try those biscuits. <laughs> the Everything I know about American food is from you. Good. That's why I like it. Um, so, I don't know. I just think that, like, the midwife and Amber were not on the they same were level. We're not vibing. No. So, Amber's pushing. It's really awful. It was, like, dark and scary, honestly. That w- I feel like this is the most we've seen of a birth on the show, right? Like, there was a lot of footage. There was a lot. I think some of the girls, we've seen a lot of footage, but there was a lot of footage on this like, one. Like, we were Caitlin's, watching- I remember was... seeing a lot of Caitlin's birth. <sighs> I just remember they were telling her, they were like, look, 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 look. Oh, and yeah. And she's like, I don't want to. Ugh, yeah. It was so upset. Tyler, like, laid his body over her. Oh, God, that was awful. God, I can't even think about that. It's so, so sad. I, like, just teared up a little thinking about that. Oh, poor but, Caitlin and Tyler. This one, like, I, like- felt very tense watching this. I was like, yeah, it seems like something bad is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Amber was, like I said, I think she was just like totally in over her head. I don't think she did any real preparation for birth, any research on what birth would be like. And she just like, at one point she was just like, I give up. And she's like, I want a C-section. Luckily though, the midwife was like, no, no, no. Yeah. The baby's literally coming out of you and she does and she's able to have the baby. Yeah. Because she was moving down. Like there are situations where they have no choice, but. Um, I couldn't believe that like watching that, I was like, I'm surprised Amber ever gave birth again. I know. This is what I was thinking the whole time. It's like, I feel like she is like an alien that has never actually done this. Like you don't think of her as maternal. So it's so hard to think of her giving birth and the fact that she did it twice. She's truly not maternal. Did she have a natural birth with James as well? I think so. We didn't see any of it. Remember? Like it was just like a week later, they went over to the house and like the baby was born. He's such a cute baby. I hope he's okay. Sweet baby James. Um, So it's the next day and Sean comes home. He's able to come home and see the baby which is great. And, but then Amber lets us know that the newborn joy is fading quickly and she's really stressed. And this is like when we start to see like scary Amber. I have a very quick question about America before we move on to this. Is it customary for them to wear their uniforms all the time? The soldiers? (laughs) (sighs) I don't really know. Why is he coming home? I don't have a lot of military experience, but my guess would be that he like like flew home and you fly home in your uniform and then drove right to the hospital okay so it wasn't like i'm gonna put this on for mtv type of thing no but it might that actually you should ask stas that i was just thinking she'd but i wonder this might just be spitballing i wonder because he is like active duty and i'm assuming just home like for a leave yeah because he's like on camera they want him to represent the military properly like that he needs to be this is like 
such an out of left field guess. I literally have zero idea. I'm, I have no experience with the military at all, personally. Like, is like screaming right now. Yeah. I've like, house. I've like never even really known a person in the military. Um, that's not true. I've known I some people, known like, anyone in the U.S. military. I've so. like known some people post deployment, like was in rehab with a bunch of people post deployment. That's oh, yeah. not true. I but like on a close level, you that know what I mean. Wouldn't know this the ins and outs like that. No, but. I wouldn't be shocked if like, if you're active duty and then you're going to be on TV, like MTV or the military would want you like in your uniform. Yeah. That makes like, sense, I guess. Officially representing and they want you to look like polished and you know. Yeah. They don't want it to be like sloppy yeah. looking. Yeah. Ex- that makes sense. Exactly. So, but my guess, biggest guess would be that he like went right from the airport to the hospital. Right. Okay. Thank you so much, America. God bless America. <laughs> um, God bless the military industrial complex. Anyway, <sighs> anyway, um, Amber lets us know that she's on the verge of losing it. Yeah, that was dark. And they get into a huge fight. Amber is sleep deprived. Um, Gary like is like, okay, I guess Gary's working 40 hours a week, but she feels like he's not helping enough. And he's like, well, why don't I have my mom watch the baby this weekend? And Amber starts screaming, like, why does your mom need to watch her when she has a father? And Gary's like, I don't know. You're complaining. Like, I'm just trying to help. Which it wasn't like, a bad idea. No, for I felt for Gary her. in that scene. Like, yeah. I, I would bet that Gary wasn't picking up his slack enough and, like, Amber was going stir crazy. And oh, probably. But when he was like, okay, well, if, like, the issue is, is that, like, we need help and, like, let's get help. Yeah. And, um, like, Carol is a lunatic but i don't think she would be a bad babysitter no and she well she had leah in her custody for like a year or two yeah um so amber's like i'm not complaining and then she like gets up and she's like you're so lucky right now that you're holding the baby yeah oh my god gary goes why you'd hit me Yep, I wrote those two lines down, of course. But that was the darkest part of the entire episode. Like, ee! I was like, ah! <laughs> it's like, honestly, almost like comical how much this foreshadowed the rest of her life. I mean, it, it's, first of all, it's really sad how different she is at the start of the episode. Where like, yeah, yeah. she's like not great and she seems a little angry and th- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, things are like for her. amazing to like, I, how bad the postpartum must have just, I think it was a couple things for Amber. I think she probably already had mental health issues. And I would think that postpartum mixed with like a time where you are also getting onset bipolar, borderline personality disorder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And even 10 years ago, it wasn't as common to talk about it publicly. But but like those uh, illnesses, like their onset is in women, especially is like 18 to 25 Mm, yeah. And I would imagine that like the onset of that stuff happening at the same time is like crippling postpartum depression. Yeah. Is- Which they didn't even say in the show, right? No, no. They yeah. didn't like it. it's they, unspoken. They did kind of say like, well, watch out if you're feeling sad. And then she's like crying happy tears about her brother coming. She's like, is this part of it? Um, yeah. I don't think they said watch out. They were just like, if you're crying more than normal, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which like to a degree I'm sure is true. Yeah. Because- but- you have crazy hormones, but it was just, it was just really like that quick Gary, like, why would you hit me? Yeah. Like, obviously she was already hitting him. Yeah. And that's what you said about Andrew too. 
Yeah. It was like, just just dark, dark, dark. It was really haunting. And basically the episode ends with Leah getting sick and they take her to the doctor and that's it. Yeah, I was confused by that. So like why did they not just they they called to make a doctor's appointment? If they're worried about her breathing, why would they not just go to the emergency room? Don't know. No that answer was for you. to me. Yeah, I think it was just, like, first-time parents, and they knew she was breathing, and they wanted to take her to the pediatrician. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess, in the end, it was just a soft tissue thing in her esophagus, and everything was fine. Yeah, so what are your thoughts? Like, Well, you completely skipped over Gary, the singer-songwriter. Oh, my God, because I had to stop taking notes at this point, and I just watched this, but I totally forgot about that. Liz, you know I wrote down the lyrics to the song. At the end of this episode, Amber's like... Daddy's gonna play us a song. And then Gary gets out his acoustic fucking guitar and sings a song. Oh my God, read me the lyrics. Every constellation in my heart, dancing on a river all night, I would climb through the moon. And then it goes to like her talking over it so you can't hear. But then the, the last line of the whole episode is her saying, We'll see how the future turns out. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a good song. No, he's, he's not a, a very good not singer. a good singer. No. No, and he's not even really playing the guitar. Like I think I know more chords <laughs> than him, and I don't know any. That was horrific to me. When that happened, I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like we were just talking about the darkest part of the episode, but no, truly I was very surely singing. Here's the deal. Anyone pulling out their acoustic guitar, I scream and run away in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Especially if there's a campfire involved or a camera. That's like my total nightmare at the age of 31. Maybe when I was like 16, I thought it was cool. I did. I know I did. Yeah, everybody did. I like will say with authority that yes, I thought that was cool. But now as an adult, I'm like, ah, guitar. (laughs) In the opposite direction. I really like picturing this happening in real life. Like me putting my hands up like, ah. Like cartoonishly running away. Like sco- full on Scooby Doo, like <laughs> shock and horror. <laughs> Run as fast as my little legs will take me. It was so bad. But uh, overall, it was weird how the theme of the episode was basically everybody hates Gary. Yeah. And then how that sort of evolved over the years to like everybody hates Amber. Yeah, I would say that this episode kind of highlighted for me why I don't like 16 and Pregnant. <laughs> it's just such a different storytelling method. It's very odd. It's a different storytelling method. I constantly have people asking me to do 16 and Pregnant episodes. And the reason I don't do that many of them is because I don't like 16 and Pregnant. Like, I'm sure I've said this on the show before. Like, it's just not... I don't like the format of it. I We don't get deep enough. No. Like, I'm watching this and I'm like, fucking put Carol and Tanya in a room and let them fight. Like, what are yeah. we doing? Like, yeah. let me see Gary and Tanya screaming at each other. Let me find out, like, why everybody hates each other. Like, what we're, it's so surface level, the entire thing. It is. Like, and they just expect the audience to accept those things and run oh, with them. And- yeah, and it has to be surface level because it's just one episode. Of course, yeah. And that's why I don't like it because, as you guys can tell from when I talk about one episode of Team Mom for 14 hours a week on this podcast, <laughs> that I really like deep 
details. Yeah. And that's what everybody who listens to this podcast likes too, I think. Yeah. And I think that's why like, I've never, I mean, obviously like I watched 16 and Pregnant when I was on TV. Yeah. Because we had nothing to compare it to yet. Yeah. And so then once like I found Teen Mom, even like once Teen Mom 2 was on air, I like, I would like watch 16 and Pregnant, you know, catch a rerun of it, but I was never ever like a 16 and Pregnant head. Like I just. No, me neither. I haven't seen all of them. I definitely don't think I've seen all. I think I've seen a lot of them. Like when I was looking for Amber's episode, I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, yeah. I've seen all of like the first and the second. And yes, I've seen all the first. Season. Um, but then like once Teen Mom was like really on air, I was like, this is what I like. 16 Pregnant like just doesn't scratch the itch for me. No. But I just thought this was very interesting to watch because I think we could really see like the progression of Amber getting to where she is. Yeah, even just in this, like, 45 minutes. Yeah, I think it's obvious that Amber and Gary were already having physical fights. Um, I think it was, like, obvious that they were totally unprepared. They also felt much older than Amber, or than Macy and Farrah did. That's another thing. Yeah, that's true. I think it's because, like, Macy, even though her and Ryan kind of lived on their own in that little, like, duplex apartment they had, um, Macy always had her friends around. Mm-hmm. So, and all her friends seemed so young. Yeah. And she looked really young. And Farrah obviously lived with her parents and, like, had a very high school, like, mean girls thing going on. Yes, like um, cheerleader, whatever. Yeah, and I think they tried an Amber segment, and that's why they're like, we weren't going to the big game. Or like yeah. why everybody's at school and they had them like go to the library. But I think in reality, like Gary and Amber were living like a pretty grown up life. Well, yeah, it's pretty grown up to be living with your boyfriend at that age. Yeah, living with. with him, like you guys have Let alone not fine. having friends outside of that. Yeah, like combined finances. You've been together yeah. for years at this point. Like, not that they had a mature relationship, no, but like that's not what you're saying I know (laughs) Amber's life at 18 looked a lot different than my life at 18 and a lot different than like a Macy or a Ferris life looked at 18 yeah and um and it's because she she had a friend at the beginning that oh yeah Kayla have we it's I don't think we've seen her since but I was gonna say it's because um you know Amber one dropped out of high school uh so that took out like the high school element Two, didn't really have any friends except for that Kayla. So that took out, like, teenage girls hanging around. Yeah. And three was dating a 20 – if she was 18, he's three years like older than – Like, 22. Like, a 22-year-old who yeah. has, like, a career. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're living, like, a way more adult life. Like, yes, mate, Ryan was 20 and Macy was 17, I think. So he was older. But like I said – Yeah, like, but Ryan's always, always been 20. <laughs> Yeah, but she always had, like, that group of girlfriends around, Mm -hmm. and they would talk about, like, all the high school stuff, and, like, it was very, it still was, like, high school oriented. Yeah, and she graduated at the same time as them, didn't she? I think so. I can't remember, to be honest. Yeah, but But she definitely graduated because she went to college. And they talked about school a lot more. Like, I remember she told her mom she was pregnant via text while she was in class, like. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. It was just, like, a lot more teenage base and something about Gary and Amber's felt less teenager yeah I agree it felt like just poor people being pregnant like exactly but it still felt less teenagery than like Caitlin and Tyler who were also 
like poor people being pregnant. Yeah, because because it was less teenagery. Because yeah. Caitlin and Tyler were sixteen, like legitimately sixteen they years old babies. Yeah, living with like well, and that's also the thing. It's like okay, so we know there's like conflict with like Gary and Amber's parents, but it's like who gives a fuck? Like they don't have to yeah. be around them. They're in their yeah. own apartment. Like that barbecue they had was over at their Gary and Amber's own apartment. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Butch and April were there in the face. Yeah. The like Car- Caitlin and Tyler had nowhere to go. And I think that's probably another reason that they aired this one. Not first. Uh huh. Because it, while it's obviously teens because Amber was 18 years old. Um, like Macy and Farrah felt very much like teenagers where like if you had told me Amber was 22 in this episode I would have been like yeah that makes sense yeah totally she did not seem like she was a high school like she should be in high school yeah and not for maturity just like her oh definitely not for maturity (laughs) no that's not in question so yeah those are kind of my thoughts it was I'm really glad I watched this it was interesting especially like given all the news recently yeah it's sad in a way, yes, because, like, scary. so little has changed with Amber. That's exactly right. It's if anything, I'd say, like, she's regressed. Yeah, I mean, I actually wrote down that overall, she seemed to have a much better sense of humor. Yeah. Than she does now. Like, she was actually making some jokes and stuff. It was weird. Yeah. It was, like, jarring. It's it's weird. <laughs> because then she went through sort of, like, a phase of on drugs and just being spacey and stuff and now she's i mean now is just what it is yeah all right fiona thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me anytime do you want to plug anything any social media uh you can follow me on my instagram and twitter at fiona claire doug great yeah thank you so much you can find me in the comments on feathers underscore pod (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep come follow me there and you'll find fiona <laughs> all right thanks liz you're welcome bye guys bye this has been an episode of feathers in my hair an emotionally broken psychos patreon exclusive executive producers molly mcleer and liz bentley produced by nicole matthews special thanks to sarah Giovanna for our logo Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsycho. 